Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Okay, here we go. Are we on? Oh, 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 we're on, man. Okay. The three taps means go. That's what I always say. Three taps means go? Three taps means go, Just get man. that t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I was just telling you backstage, uh, didn't do a whole lot this weekend, but one thing I did do was I had lunch at Ikea. Oh my God. That's like my dream. I have no one to go to Ikea with. For lunch. Like if I, if I mentioned that to my beautiful, beautiful wife, she'd be like, what are you high? Like she wouldn't go. And it's not like she's uppity or anything. She would just think that that's not a place you go for lunch. It was obviously busy. Yeah. But shockingly, not bad. I would eat there. Not bad at all. I had fish and chips from Ikea. Wow. And I did not leave disappointed. How much were your fish and chips? Nine dollars. I had fish and chips on Saturday night that were completely and utterly average. They were $28. Good Lord. Like that, that makes no, give me the nine. You know what fish and chips are, by the way, the hot dog of the sea. That's (laughs) (laughs) fish. Unless you go, unless you go to a place that they've got levels, like you can get halibut, you can get like different forms of fish and chips but most of the time like if you buy a box of frozen frozen fish and chips or any of the restaurants guys like you and i go to it's the hot dog of the sea it is yeah but it's a delicious sea hot dog yeah i don't eat it nearly often enough but i was standing there in line at the furniture store thinking Mm -hmm. you know what the furniture store fish and chips they've got to be good they must be good (laughs) and i was Pleasantly surprised. So nine bucks. You got some fish. You got some French fries. Did you get some coleslaw? No coleslaw. Oh. You did get a little thing of tartar sauce. Yeah. Was I had the tartar to get, sauce good? It wasn't bad. Yeah. And I had to get a side of meatball. I was there. How could you, how do you not get meatballs? What a weird combination, but I respect your commitment to it, the Ikea cafeteria. That was just the tip of the cap to the good people of Sweden. So what is a, um, what is a gluten-free v- vegetarian work, eat? At Ikea. She had, they have plant-based meatballs, and oh. she swears by them. She really? They're amazing. Hmm. So she oh. had that and mashed potatoes and peas, and oh, I think that was even cheaper than my fish and chips. So if you're looking for a hot date, and while we were there, we're standing in line, and there's a sign. They still serve beer there. I know. I've <laughs> always find that so weird. You could go to Ikea on a Saturday morning and like start with the lunch. Drink all afternoon and then maybe have dinner there and then go home. And you could just get ripped at Ikea. Well, you were saying like, should we come here on a Friday night? Would it be fun? Turn this place up? Would it be fun? (laughs) Or would it just be sad? I think it would be fun for about 15 solid minutes. Yeah. And then by the 16th minute, you're in a full on sprint in sad town. When you, like nine bucks for fish and chips, like, was it enough? It was. Really? It was, especially with the meatballs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. 
It was uh, it was legit. Okay, I got to go there. There's a guy we used to work with who would go there for breakfast all the time. Yeah. I think I've had breakfast there once years I, ago. I don't know if I've ever, ever done it. But yeah, the lunch? Ooh, not so bad. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm I, doing yeah. it. So you could say I had a killer weekend. <sighs> yeah, sounds like it. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. They don't have one, but I bet you if they did a lunch, the Lube City lunch would be just as good. Oh, I'll bet you it would. I understand why they can't. You mentioned a minute ago something that I absolutely love. You would hate this because you probably, when when people say, Bryce, would you like some peas? You probably go, yeah, I'm not a pea man. When you mix the peas into the mashed potatoes... It is a delight. I eat peas and fried rice and in shepherd's pie. That's it? That's it. Like, would, this is just like a scoop of peas. I can't do that. Oh, man, I could eat that right now. But Oof. that would be the thing, too. Like, Lube City would probably have, they'd probably have peas pre-mixed into their mashed potatoes because it's that good. They probably would. Like, if Lube City was in the catering game, I'm not saying they should be. But no, when you get that those many lube and you know different liquids on your hands all day, yeah, I don't yeah. want you scooping out my potatoes. You probably want to stick to automotive because that's what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. so I guess stay in your lane is the moral of the story. Yeah, so Lube City will stay in their lane. They will not serve <laughs> you mashed potatoes with peas mixed into them, but they will change your oil. They will swap over your tires and put your winter tires on because. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe it's 37 degrees Celsius when you're listening to this. But right now, today, we got hit by the first snow. Get those snow tires on. And if you're looking for a Lube City, 27 locations in Alberta. Find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Been to a haunted house this year, Bryce? I have not. I'm not a haunted house man. No? No, I just, I can't. It's all jump scares for me. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I I don't want to pay money to walk through something and just have someone jump out at me. And also, your hands are registered down at the police department because... I don't want to be delivering that sweet chin music to some poor actor out there, you know? Just pow! You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Were you able to, I know that... The big haunted houses over the weekend. I think they were completely sold out, weren't they? It was busy. I think uh, Dark had a full load down there. Did you manage to get into one? Did you manage to get through the hot haunted house without punching out the people that work in there? I always think about that, too, because I went to Dark last year. I'm not a big fan of being scared, but like I went and I had a good time. But I was so on edge the whole time I was in there. You would have to think that the people who work in there and come out from, you know, behind the curtain with a chainsaw, you'd have to think that from time to time they get drifted, right? I got this text message from Chris who said, Good morning, Shotgun and Deathblade, our new radio names. Uh, Last night, my beautiful bride and I were driving through Millet, and I remembered a time I brought my son, he was maybe 10, to a haunted house there. I told her I still remember I had my son in front of me and held his shoulders as we were ushered through. She says that was cowardly to put him in front, so he had to take the brunt of everything. I single-handedly saved his life because if he was behind, he could have been murdered. She told me to ask my radio bros what their opinion is. Am I a coward or a manly dad? Chris from Wetaskiwin. Chris, you essentially, you were using your son as a human shield. 
I don't know, maybe other people's opinions will differ. But feel free to chime in at 10029. I would like to talk to somebody who has worked in a haunted house. I want to find out what that gig is like. Is it awesome or the exact opposite of awesome? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly and uh, whoever this is online for. You're a you're a Dedmonton employee? I just finished up because I'm at school, so I'm taking my test. Oh. My last day was this weekend, but yeah. You and were you completely sold out this weekend too? Yes. It's nuts how many people want to go get the oh. scared out of them. <laughs> oh, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. So I asked, like, are you one of the people that jumps out with a chainsaw? Ah! Ah! Like, uh, my my lead in my area actually does. Okay, <laughs> but you provide the scares as well, right? Yeah. Have you ever been punched out? Uh, very close. <laughs> um, basically, we have people walking through making sure that everyone's going to behave themselves, of course. Yeah, I know, um, but sometimes it's just a person's gut reaction to start throwing hands. Oh, yeah. Like, I had one guy in my one area that I worked and I jumped around the corner. He turned into full Bruce Lee. He jumped back, threw his hands up like he was going to start some karate. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But he never did, right? No. Like, he definitely stopped himself. It's that reaction that people have of, like, the fear is there, but they're going to be like, oh, I got to fight my way out, right? It's that fight or flight mentality that people have. Yeah. Any of and your there, coworkers? There's a lot of guys that have the fight mentality. <laughs> yeah. What's your first name? Andrew. Okay. Don't punch Andrew out, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You and I were talking about backstage. Would that be, like, if you were the guy that punched out somebody in a haunted house, would you be, I think that'd be embarrassing after, right? It's got to be embarrassing. Like, you wouldn't feel like a tough guy, would you? No. <laughs> no. no. You come off as a real softy, I think, and not in a good way. Yeah, so, <laughs> ever had a, like, a public meltdown where, I don't know, maybe you punched somebody out in a haunt. Maybe you cried in a haunted house in front of all your friends. That's an even tougher one. Is it? If you yeah, come out with tears on your face. Oh. Public meltdowns. Friends just staring at you like, what's going on here? <sighs> I was at Ikea on the weekend, and I mean, that's a breeding ground for arguments. Oh, yeah. But there was a couple in there who were kind of looking at some furniture, and uh, they were on different pages, and it wasn't going great. And it was uncomfortable. Did I always wonder, too, because this past summer, I saw a couple fighting very loudly in public. Like, they had an audience in a grocery store. So I can't remember where it was, but I remember trying to get away from them as fast as possible because it was so uncomfortable. But if that's the way people fight publicly, what are their fights like at home? Ooh, must be brutal. doggies. Yeah, to have that argument in the middle of a busy store. Yeah. Oof. Let's talk about public meltdowns. Ever had one? Do you know somebody who has? <laughs> Was it embarrassing for you? I love witnessing a good public meltdown from a safe distance. Oh, I don't. I hate it. I don't enjoy any part of that. Like when you see footage of them testing nuclear bombs back in the day, how they're all in the distance behind mm -hmm. a bunker with binoculars. That's that how I like to witness my public <laughs> meltdowns. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We started discussing adults behaving badly in public. 
you know, whether they just start crying or throwing things, lashing out. Listen to this one. My sister worked in a shoe store in Vancouver. One day, a customer hit her in the side of the head with a shoe when my sister told them that they didn't have the ones she wanted in her size. My sister started crying immediately and ran to the back and then got reprimanded by her manager for leaving a customer mid-sale. Wow, but couldn't that and shouldn't that be an assault thing? That's not normal behavior, is it? It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly and now entering the studio via the phone... Number 74 with your Edmonton Oilers, ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Skinner. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Hey, Stuart. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. We were just talking backstage. So normally you wouldn't be up at this time of day? Um, not if I got a practice or a game uh, the following day, but if I know I got the day off, then I'll, uh, I'll get up with, um, with my little guy. Um, yeah. He's nine months, so I'll get wow. up with him at around 6, 6.30. Do you do the move where you just sort of lay down on the couch and well he's probably too young for treehouse i would imagine too young for treehouse yeah we yeah. uh we we just we play pass in the morning or i just let him uh kind of play with some toys and cool watch him and he's he's uh he's learned to crawl now so i yeah. kind of just watch wherever he wants to go <laughs> cool uh, this is obviously a big week for the Oilers and for the Flames and for the entire city as the Heritage Classic is now less than a week away, coming up on Sunday. Uh, I'm sure everyone's excited, but you being a local kid to begin with, it must hit just a little bit different. I mean, I mean the Battle of Alberta must hit a little bit different when you're local, and something like this must hit different. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, just like what you said, I grew up in Edmonton and Watch, uh, watching the Edmonton Oilers play my whole life. Um, I also watch the football team here, uh, Eskimos and now Elks. Um, and it's just, it's awesome. Uh, you know, I've going to the Commonwealth and watching those games. It was always so much fun, especially growing up and, um, obviously watching the Oilers and kind of putting them both together is a very special moment for me, my family. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm very grateful just to even be in the position that I get to play for my, my uh, my hometown team here, um, and then on top of that, being able to play on the outdoor uh, outdoor game, it's gonna be it's gonna be a ton of fun. When was the last time you played on an outdoor rink? The last time I played on the outdoor rink, an actual game, um, it, it would have been when I was very very young, uh, to be honest. Um, but besides that, just being on the ODR, I I sometimes will still go on it in the in the winter time. Really? Uh, like, do you yeah, do, like, do you suit up completely? Not, not in my goalie gear. I'll just kind of put on some skates and I'll, I'll, I'll get my forward skills out um, <laughs> at that time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like on our little Christmas break, I'll go out at, uh, at least once and kind of just fool around and see if I could have uh, made it as a player. <laughs> Do people ever go, isn't that Stuart Skinner? Um, <clears throat> maybe uh, maybe they will this year. Um, but uh, a few years ago, I... Uh, De- uh, definitely not, but it's uh, it's starting to come around a little bit more, which is yeah. which is always fun. I got to talk to more people and and meet uh, meet some incredible people. So it's, cool. it's it's been awesome. Now we're really early in the NHL season. One of the things we're watching right now is a lot of these rookie players kind of dipping their toes in the league and playing for the first time. And for you, when you first started and started playing your first handful of games. Is it really weird being on the ice and all of a sudden you're facing off against you know, these guys you've watched on TV for years, like all of a sudden Ovechkin's ripping a shot on you. Like, is that weird when you first come in the league? 
Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, different. I mean, it's more nerve wracking uh, than anything. Um, you know, being a rookie and you watch these guys your whole life, Sidney Crosby, um, even the guys you play with. Um, it's you know, it's so cool. Uh, you know, being on ice with the with, with your teammates. Um, but you kind of got to put that in the back of your mind and know that you got you got there for a reason, and also that you have a job to do that night. And um, you got to kind of move forward but um but in the moment before before the game and also after the game you kind of look back and you're like oh it's pretty cool i got to uh i got to stop in my in my experience i got to stop uh, ovechkin on a shot he he scored on me um you know so it's it, it's really cool playing against all these amazing players in the nhl and um we're all very fortunate to, to be in this era it must be like I don't think you've played an outdoor game before, at least like like this, where there's going to be sixty thousand people screaming at you. No, <laughs> it, it, like, do you get nervous for a game with that kind of crowd, or do you kind of block the crowd Is out? Is it while all you're just sort of the same? Yeah, it's, you kind of just gotta take it the same. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be very loud. It's gonna be a ton of fun. There's gonna be a lot of excitement. It's the Battle of Alberta. Um, you know, it's it's something that uh, that as a as a kid, and you know. I, right now it's a it's a dream it's a dream come true um to be in that position so it is a big two points on the line um you know it's a big game for us being able to play the flames uh you know they got a great team so it's going to be uh very competitive it's going to be a battle um you know we're going to be on the outdoor arena and and uh, you kind of got to take it the same way i mean it's just uh it's another game in a in a bigger building and it's going to be uh it's going to be a ton of fun there's I'm obviously excited for it there's obviously one big talking point going into this game one that everyone is thinking about and it is the brown pants <laughs> brown and uh pants I and like gloves them. i, I <laughs> yeah. like the vintage look i know what they're going for how do you feel about these brown pants with the with the fancy heritage classic jersey yeah, I like them too. Uh, I like the I like the look. Um, you know, I I got some cool pads uh, coming going with it. Uh, I got a nice helmet, and um, we're all going to be looking really good that day. So it'll be uh, you know that's another fun part about it too is you know kind of how you dress and the equipment you get. It's it's just such an experience. So I I love the brown pants. So I like them. Good. So it's you and me. <laughs> yeah, it's us. <laughs> I've always wondered this. When you see goalies wearing, you know, special gear for outdoor games or with third jerseys and stuff, do you have to pay for all those pads and the new mask and everything? Uh, do I have to personally? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I'm I'm very, uh, very fortunate uh, that I don't have to. Um, especially nowadays, the equipment's uh, pretty expensive. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, are they having to buy new pads all the time? <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I don't have to, and the, the team uh, provides the equipment for us, and <clears throat> we're uh, we're very lucky uh, for that. Uh, there's obviously a big time excitement for this. A lot of people are trying to get tickets to go to this yeah. game. You can go actually right now, rogers.com slash heritage classic. You can go in premium passes there. They got all sorts of stuff over there. There's a lot of going on there. And there's this WestJet NHL fan park happening Friday and Saturday where players will be there, alumni will be there, and Stuart, you're going to be there on Friday afternoon signing some autographs. Yes, I will. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a great time. I'll be able to meet fans and uh, have some amazing conversations and sign some autographs. It's going to be uh, it's going to be awesome. I was going to, you guys just did the West Edmonton Mall autograph thing uh, a week or two ago. Does yeah. it get weird? Are there weirdos? <laughs> there are no weirdos, Bryce. Are, are there more enthusiastic yes. people? 
we just have we we have amazing fans here in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, very uh, good. Uh, very good fans that are just they're so uh, they're they're oil um, yeah. you know they, they bleed uh, orange and blue so it's it's pretty fun being able to meet all those uh, all the fans uh, all the diehard fans that just love the Oilers and um, especially for me growing up here I I was one of those kids I, I was one of those people and I obviously still am um, where you're just uh, you know you just love the Oilers so it's uh, it's very cool to have conversations with those people and uh, being able to be on the other side of it, it's uh, it's a very cool experience, and we uh, we always have a blast with with anything that has to do with meeting fans. Stuart, you are a gem, a local gem. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thanks, thanks for being on this morning. I really appreciate that, guys. Thanks yeah. for having me. You bet. And all the best this coming Sunday. Yeah, yeah really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I can't wait. It'll be fun. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Garner, how's it going? Good. How about you? Not too bad. I just had a comment about uh, Skinner there going to the outdoor rink and ice, like his goalie skates. Yeah. Well, no, he said he puts on regular skates when he goes to the ODR. Okay. Okay. So um, back in uh, the early summer, I went to this charity hockey thing. It's called Hockey Helps the Homeless. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of Oilers alumni there. So um, uh, Ben Scrivens was there. Oh. And the, the night before, they have this like pub night thing, so everybody's chatting. And I'm assuming that he's going to be playing goalie the next day. Well, out of nowhere, he comes out in full player gear, and he's just like wheeling around out there, like. And it was like it made me feel uneasy, like seeing him out as a player. <laughs> so he, so Ben Scrivens, who's I mean, he's a goaltender, but he yeah. he was pretty comfortable on like regular skates. Oh yeah, yeah, he was he was yeah, up and down the ice. Huh. Yeah, laying the body on the the guys there. How weird would that be if you just drove by your neighborhood outdoor rink and you're looking over there and you're like, is that Stuart Skinner? Yeah, like, well, you probably see the mustache from the road. and Yeah, yeah. he does say that he several times he'll just go out there for a skate by himself just on the that's, local rinks. Yeah, that's awesome. Before you go, the Brown Heritage Classic hockey pants, yes or no? Oh, I love them. Love yeah, them. me too. Okay, so there's four of us now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.